I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Pod Network Entertainment. The Public Relations Society of the Philippines presents Breaking Down the Buzz, Best Practices in Communications and Public Relations. Each episode is a crash course in various comms and PR strategies that shape the landscape. Join in the conversation with thought leaders and industry innovators ushering PR into the next generation. Be inspired, get connected, and stay updated. Don't miss an episode. Like, follow, subscribe now, and kickstart your PR career growth with PRSP's Breaking Down the Buzz. This is brought to you by Meralco. All right, welcome, welcome. So today, grabe yung magiging discussion natin because uh, these are two of the pinakamainit na topics right now. No, it's actually very crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about information overload because hello, it's 2023, de ba? Nakakaloka. Parang hindi ko nang abinasa yung script kasi nga hindi ko kaya ang dami-daming information. So right now, we will be talking about information overload and fake news. And I'm glad you guys are here to make time for this. Um, but before we start, uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, I'm GGTB. I'm the founder and president of Rad Manila. It's a marketing communications agency. We handle brands like uh, Uniqlo, which I think some of you guys are wearing right now. Thank you. Uh, Green Cross. I think we have like four uh, Green Cross brands, GlaxoSmithKline, uh, etc., etc. But what I take most pride of is the fact that right now at 50, I am living a life of purpose and service. So I'm with the Pana Foundation. I'm a board of trustee. And as maybe as you probably know, Pana Foundation is basically the heart of the marketing communications industry. And our focus are basically education and values formation, which, which a long time ago sounded so conservative and so parang napaka ano but na realize ko oh my god kailangan pala talaga no para we're seeing the impact of you know pag medyo hindi values driven yung mga efforts ng mga brands medyo mahirap uh, I'm also a forest builder my father is from Iriga so um, during the pandemic we've together with Mother Earth have created a forest of I think around 600 trees already wow. these are indigenous wow. trees Um, yon. Um, I'm also a founder of a scholarship foundation for Aita children, mostly Aita girls in Iriga. We have almost 40 scholars, and I'm a volunteer life coach. Yes, yes but today naman. I am your moderator. <laughs> so there, so I'm Gigi. Isa isa hinaten. All right, I'll go next. My name is Ace. I'm the chief executive officer of Blogapalooza. We're an influencer marketing company and we have the largest community of content creators and influencers nationwide. We have more than 50,000, literally from Batanes to Tawi-Tawi. Meron tayo mga blog fam dyan. But for me, I started as a blogger. So I've always been a storyteller. And um, right now, I'm part of the board of the Creator and Influencer Council of the Philippines, or CICP. Yay. That's me. Welcome. Mm, of Yay. course. Thank you. 
All right. Thank you, Gigi and uh, Ace. Yeah, I'm Jan Chavez Arceo. Um, I'm like most of us here. I'm a multi-hatter. I'm essentially a social entrepreneur. One of the companies that I'm a part of is Divitech Media Company mm-hmm. Corporation. It actually focuses on educational technology solutions so that we can promote education resiliency. We do training and education support uh, production uh, also. And I have this um, consulting firm group. Mm-hmm. I call it um, Impact Solutions Research Institute. It actually focuses on bridging the civil society, private sector to the defense and security sector and the development sector. Um, well, I'm part of an education institution based in um, south of Manila, Laguna, the province. Um, we have I was able to, well, with the help of the team, of course, mm-hmm. uh, leading it, we were able to grow its enrollment pre-pandemic at 4,000. And now we are at 9,000 wow. students and growing. And we were growing even during the pandemic period. We were just so grateful mm-hmm. and thankful for that. But like Gigi, what I'm, I guess, most um, proud of or what I, you know, what drives me really is I am also a lieutenant colonel in the Philippine Army Reserve Force. I am the battalion commander of a reserve unit based in Laguna. Uh, we have over 500 reservists under my, well, leadership. And I am part of the national security cluster. I'm a national security fellow of the Philippine Council for Foreign Relations. So the, the research institute that I found that it's actually focusing on defense and security um, researches. Mm-hmm. I'm particularly focused on cybersecurity, cyber operations, cyber sociology. And now we're really looking very much into, which is very relevant for this afternoon, is cognitive domain operation. Grabing, grabing credentials itong si John. Parang, actually, in-edit pa niya yan. Dapat bukas pa tayo matatapos. Pero mas mahaba pa yun. Thank you, I love it. And our third. Yes, hi. Happy to be here. Uh, my name is Aika Rojas. I'm currently the director for Creative Program Partnerships in Tier 1 Entertainment. Um, it's an entertainment agency in esports and gaming. Or if you guys are more familiar with um, Blacklist International in Mobile Legends, that's our team. Mm-hmm. So we manage mainly teams and, of course, influencers um, in this space. And we've been doing this since... 2017, and as one of the founding members, um, you know, I've had a lot of a lot of experience um, training our influencers on how to best operate, uh, whether that's purely in gaming or um, communicating to their fans, doing live streams, and this is across the board in our different territories because we're not only in the Philippines, we're also in other countries such as um, Myanmar, Malaysia, Vietnam, Singapore, um, and even Japan. So yeah. Nice to meet you guys. Nice Yay. Meet you. Thank you, yeah. Aika. And last but not the least, yeah. the only gentleman. Yeah. I'm the rose among the thorns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Josel de Guzman. I'm the founder and president of Truth360, which is a reputation management and advocacy communications uh, company. We specialize in advocacy marketing and crisis communications. Uh, I'm also currently the Reputation Management Marketing Consultant of Manila Bulletin. And uh, in mid this year, I founded and conv- and I became the lead convener of Scamwatch Pilipinas, uh, which is the national arm of the government to educate Filipinos against online scams. So we are <coughs> in partnership with the ICT, Cybercrime Investigation and Coordinating Center, uh, National Privacy Commission and National Telecommunications Commission. So there, I'm also. I used to be. I have my God. I have 25 years experience. Na of, of, corp, of corporate communications. Pwede mo bang yung companies or hindi na? Yes, I, I took. Uh, okay. I started my career as a corporate communications assistant in Bayantel, and I became the corporate communications manager for Prudential Life, which is a printed company. And then after that, I became the corporate communications head of Sun Cellular. And after that, I became the marketing services head of Alaska Milk Corporation. Mm. 
and after that, I became the Global Corporate Communications Head of LBC before becoming the PR and Communications Strategy Head of Globe Telecom for seven years. And then I started my own na. Yeah, so, that's uh, how I remember you from, from Globe. Globe yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were in the board in Pana Foundation. Yes. Diba? Si John naman, before I joined Sachi, I will not say kung kailan, I was hearing her name already. Pero hindi na tayo nag-abot. So I'm glad that after, my God, maybe like two decades, finally I've met you. I'm I'm so glad. There's a face to the name. <laughs> so I hope you're hearing good things only. All, all I good didn't things. mention that earlier. But yes, like I mentioned, I was in advertising for over two decades uh, and I mentioned pala I was with PAC yeah. BBDO then Sachi yeah. so there yeah. at may mga bagets tayong makasama and I love oh, how varied yeah. sabi nga nila iba-ibang generations daw ito diba yeah. ang saya so very excited ako to to hear your point of view you guys are multi-hyphenated and all very energetic people no uh, but if you can choose an aspect of the work that you are doing now and can you do like create a headline na tipo ito yung biggest challenge no ito yung biggest challenge na kinakaharap nyo in what you are doing right now in relation to our topic to topics today which is information overload and fake news meron meron bang ganun and and just expound no let's make it lang free flowing and uh, kwento nyo lang maybe i could start na lang no yes please. um one of the major challenges i would say in my industry or in the work that i do is different personalities, different ways of working, and sometimes even different beliefs. Uh, and I say this because our community is huge. Mm. Our community is massive. And they're from all over the Philippines. So, you know, it's it's really different cultures. Mm-hmm. And um, the way that we work with them and the way that I have seen this industry has evolved. Medyo matagal mm. na rin ako dito. Mga two decades mm. na rin ako dito sa totoo lang. Hindi halata. Oh, wala sa itsura. <laughs> Medyo care, matagal mama. na rin ako dito. Oh, usap tayo oh, mamaya. So, um, you know, so having seen this industry evolve, I've, I've also seen how the bloggers of the early 2000s are different from the content creators of this, oh, yeah. this age. Mm. No? Before, I remember, we, we were blogging. I was very young. I was 11. I started blogging when I was 11. Yeah. So um, you know, we would really write about ano lang, very well, very factual things because what's in it for us to right. you know, to write about not non, nice things or or non-factual things, yeah. right? About what's in it for us. So it was more personal back then. And when the social media landscape evolved and really ano, nag-increase talaga yung demand for it. I I saw how the freedom mm-hmm. of the people, which was nice, sa totoo lang, no? Mm-hmm. The freedom of the people also kind of brought out different monsters, mm-hmm. I would say, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, yun nga, different ways of working, different beliefs. Uh, so, uh, I would say that's a challenge in my industry. Mm-hmm. And I see that as someone who has seen the industry evolve. Yeah, but you've seen how the industry evolved right, even right. more. <laughs> way, way back. <laughs> oh, say you know, you said a lot, but I'm also taking note of the things that you did not say. Mm. Para I, nako, para na sense ko yun. Nabasa ko yun. Magaling ako magbasa ng ganyan mm. eh. So, so, I think your industry is like a microcosm of society in general, diba? Philippine society oh, for that matter. Ganun naman naman yan. So, medyo gets natin what she's trying to say, right? Okay, so that's your challenge now. Managing the personalities, each with their particular agenda. Okay, who wants to go next? Uh, I think just to kind of chime in on that since major related then kami kasi like we've been managing around like 1500 influencers across different cultures then and I think one of the things talaga is aside from the things you mentioned is we've also seen the rise of so many different platforms um that each come with their own set of rules mm-hmm. different ways of content creation for example media and journalism is not only the big outlets now we also have a lot of tiktok journalists and with that comes a lot of discernment for people to consider na parang can, can who you, do you listen to so when you say tiktok journalists 
I'm from UP. I took a uh-huh. film. So there's like a BA journalism next door. No. Yeah. So so what is TikTok journalism exactly? Um, it's just your average people that eventually gain um a following because they decide to create content that is about reporting on whatever niches they may have. So some people report on celebrity news, some people report on even true crime and things like that. So that's a thing that's really coming, like, becoming popular now. So, yun, parang for us, it's like, as managing all these influencers, parang you said, the brothers' courses on journalism. Influencers did not have media training growing so, up. So, so, pag ganyan, do they really count as journalists? I mean... Um, well, yun. Oh, like, guma- the terms are evolving. Paano yun? Nauso na rin yung citizen journalist. <laughs> Oo, oh, oh, yeah. diba? Oo. Oh. Oh, oh, so, Wala, so the world is evolving. Ganun na siya. Oh. You know, oh. I'd like to build up on what um, yes, Ace actually mentioned and you mentioned uh, mm-hmm. in terms of culture. No? Um, in, in, in a lot of studies and in one some of my researches also, uh, no, it's, it's very important now more than ever given this Uh, environment now, no, in terms of content creation and and consumption, it's very important now that we, as a whole, collectively, as a Filipino, would understand and it's clear to us who we are as a Filipino and what are the our most held and treasured values, mm-hmm. what defines us as Filipinos, because. This is actually what you've mentioned is exactly what is expected to happen given that, uh, according to the experts, we haven't really truly defined who we are mm-hmm. as a nation or as a people. Nako, ang lalim And, na na ito. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. No, no, I want to bring this up because we have our young people listening in. And when you ask them, and this as a teacher, no, I teach uh, young college students also as well as um, military personnel. And officers, but you know, when I ask them, I always, I always ask them, "So, how do you see yourself as a Filipino?" Mm-hmm. Diba? Sometimes it's very, nila? it, you know, they pause all the time, mm-hmm. and then sabi ko, "Oh, sige, ano uh, ansa yung mm-hmm. saranghes?" Then mm-hmm. they, they get wild uh-huh. when you say that. But uh-huh. see, you, you empathize more with these things, with mm-hmm. these concepts, and with these terminologies rather than mahal kita or uh-huh. uh, kamusta po kayo etc uh-huh. and you know they they usually pause and 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 be mindful kasi nga oo nga no nakalimutan yata okay. Okay. so so why i'm bringing this up is probably is because perhaps there is a really need now to look into who we are as filipinos so that there's a more shared value mm-hmm. that our content creators and our content um, uh, consumers but but more so the content creators can actually push forward there mm-hmm. in the context of whatever it is their creative uh-huh. expressions no mm-hmm. so i'm just you know wanted Pero to build very up interesting that. the point that you raised no parang oo nga naman kasi parang walang anchor who are we Wala and what talaga. are we trying to communicate because right now What the digital world has allowed is people with internet connection, whoever you may be, can express your point of right. view. Diba, on one hand, people will say, oh, ito medyo na-democratize. Kasi yeah. diba, at least hindi na siya ruled by the elites, diba? yeah. those who have access. Yeah. Now, everyone has a voice. Yeah. Pero at the same time, because varied yung voices, medyo kagulo. That's why mm-hmm. information overload. Yeah. That's why... C- can you guys talk about... so? Of of course not all the things that are happening right now may impact kasi lahat ng ito eh and what do you guys are seeing as like the let's talk about muna yung tipong ano ano yung mga plus the benefits no what are the benefits and then what ano yung downside what is what is the price we're also paying well just to go back a while ago i think the problem right now the intent uh if let's let's go to a higher level mm-hmm. in terms of Uh, humanity mm-hmm. in terms of uh, Grabe usapan dito kanina who uh, yeah. are the people uh, ngayon humanity is, I love it no, okay. simply because uh, the issues right now of overload of information mm-hmm. and fake news it's no longer new mm-hmm. in terms of intent okay uh, you have to understand ever since uh, they already exist it so happened that those are who are in power uh, can actually amplify it because they have the access mm-hmm. and the channel Now what happened today is that imagine those everyone now who has their own biases, all moral standards mm-hmm. and beliefs, they have their own channels. Mm-hmm. 
And we are now burdened with too much freedom. Mm-hmm. Remember, if you have too much freedom, you have anarchy. That's mm-hmm. why you have regulation. Mm-hmm. That's why you have the code of ethics in journalism. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, and eh, parang and it's also giving respect uh, to the other experts who studies. Let's say, for instance, when it comes to the cybersecurity, who are the experts? The computer scientists. When it comes to the vaccines, uh, you have to. You cannot just give your opinion and 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 prophesize and that this is the objective truth you cannot impose but that's the problem right now you have globally you have like millions mm-hmm. of, of social media channels everyone now can be a channel and collectively those who are those who have the same same sentiment same opinion are now creating this that oh it's let's say the united states they focus too much on the freedom of expression and it's part of their constitution but there's a thin line between freedom of expression and objective truth mm-hmm. and defining that objective truth right now which will be the role of the experts is eventually losing its mm-hmm. anchor mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. everyone are trying to project as an expert mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's the that, and then right and people who don't let's say and people who are listening Uh, first time encountering let's say that like the TikTok journalist they will take that as an objective truth mm-hmm. and I'm going to give my dad as an example <laughs> because he, he always watch YouTube he's a wide reader 3,000 books 3,000 books when I went home he said oh Bermuda Triangle was already resolved because I watch it in the YouTube all I'm saying is you have to we have to go back and check uh, in order to create this uh, agreement on what the objective truth is. You can report based on your own experience, but your own experience is not objective truth. So, example, is the earth round? Nakuha hanggang ngayon, ha? Maraming mga naniniwala oh, flat. There you go. There you go. So, the, 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 there goes the problem of misinformation. And depending on your intent, if you're evil, then you're disinformation. And most of them are in my are in my profession, <laughs> the PR people. <laughs> Because it's basically, it's, at the end of the day, it's responsible content creation. Ay, nako, ang, 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 ang laki niyan kasi what is the truth? What is the objective truth? Yeah. Ay, sige, yung mga content creators natin. <laughs> <laughs> ako, I have, I have something to say about this. I mean, gets ko yung, ano, I like how you were like, oh, let's start with something positive. Tapos <laughs> doon agad. Pero, I understand the concern about that. And, and totoo naman, like, there's a lot of things where um, my truth naman talaga, for example, things like crime and all those, all those um, issues. But uh, on another note, I think one of the best things to come out of um, this uh, culture where info is so readily available is things like there's more discourses that need to happen that are happening. So just to kind of make it a little more relatable, like recently when Barbie movie came out, yeah. right? So many more people are talking about um, the experience of being a woman in the world. And not just women talking about it, men too, and how they themselves are reacting to mm-hmm. watching Barbie movie, how kids are reacting to it, how older generations are finally opening up and talking about it, the different point of views that they have. Whereas, like, let's say five years ago, even this was not a thing. So I think that's one of the positive things because then that's how people actually glean better insight from each other because then they have access to people's um, opinions who have a different experience from them. So, yeah. Well, well, basically, that's the problem because right now, that depends on your algorithm. Mm -hmm. Because you you have to understand. You have to understand. (laughs) It's very unfortunate that in the last five uh, five to seven years, that suddenly racism i mean we, we are all thinking that we're progressing but because of misinformation and disinformation uh, a lot of nations elected a sexist president mm. a racist president uh, these are the leaders and they were really elected by the people yeah. so yeah. in terms of the advancement of and in terms of being progressive and a lot of uh, accomplishments in terms of women's rights, in terms of LBDQ rights, in terms of race rights, uh, in a way, you're also giving voices to those who are anti. Mm-hmm. And true. ironically, majority, because of algorithm, 
unlike before where journalists will present both sides and you can read them you can read both sides in one story mm-hmm. this time they won't subjective journalism will only give my point of view and if i chose that as my content i won't see the other side anymore mm-hmm. so that's really the problem when it comes to the technology that right. we have so, now so nangyayari nagaka echo chamber na to diba papa yeah. ganon so ang naririnig mo na lang ko ano gusto mong marinig yes. right okay Pero we know naman who the culprit in that is, di ba? No, but but I I think it's very important in this discussion to mention it's the the evolution of technology and how advanced or progressive technology has become. And it will continue to advance. Precisely. So, tip of the iceberg pa lang tayo. Correct. And so, I think it's very important for us to discuss how does that affect all of this? I mean, we are already recognizing that we are probably facing a a, a concern, a major right, concern, right. Or a problem, <laughs> sige, a problem sige. because and, of. And can we, like, can you give me, ano ba yung impact ng information overload at fake news don sa nagko-consume uh, yeah. at, at to society in general, no? Maybe kasi, baka tayo-tayo lang to, baka naman okay lang sila, di ba? At least, di ba? They have access to all of this information, they get to choose. And who are we to say na ito lang yung dapat mong panoorin, hindi yung, ito yung dapat mong panoorin? Are we, di ba? So, can, can you guys talk about it? Ano yung impact nito don sa tao, sa listener, sa well-being niya and to society in general? Gigi, if I may, yeah, Gigi, already on, on that particular issue, there are a lot of studies already that's come out in terms of the impact of all of this, you know, exposure to a lot of information that are unfiltered mm-hmm. to our mental health, right, diba? especially right. this young generation who are watching us now. But I think more important to note, Gigi, and this is something that we have been looking into and a lot of experts have started writing about this there is such a thing as cognitive aggression or cognitive domain aggression that cognitive warfare that this is already targeted you know I, if you remember us dinosaurs coming from um, from from the advertising industry you know our our guru that time our bible was um um al rise remember so and they were even then they were saying that the battlefield is the human mind mm-hmm. right it is really the the we as advertisers and marketers brand managers are always wanted to are battling over the the consumer minds they were mind share exactly so so now there are experts already and we are researching on this one are saying that the the warfare the last battlefield is already the human mind mm-hmm. in fact and when that happens and it will and it is being used already it is being weaponized being used already to do what we call now digital colonization mm-hmm. right so in other words if colonization in what medieval times or uh was 500 physical. yeah was physical yeah. using coercive force right yeah. <clears throat> now it is already something that is creeping without us knowing it and it's only being uh um empowered because of our exposure and our our consumption to all of this content that is being uh, downloaded, mm-hmm. you know, through all of these different social media platforms that we have, our kids have very high access to. So, again... Even in front, Yes. Gadgets. So, imagine the kind of programming that is happening and that's where misinformation, fake news, or disinformation comes in. So, if there is deliberate intent for certain organizations, and we know some of them, right? Mm-hmm. Certain state mm-hmm. actors yeah. to actually do it. Remember, state actors, these are actual government or mm-hmm. countries mm-hmm. that have the del- deliberate intent to manipulate or program the mindset of certain people of certain nations yeah. mm-hmm. so that the decision making is affected. That's essentially where what I'm trying to say here. So there is such a thing as cognitive warfare. There is such a thing as cognitive domain aggression. Grabe yung digital colonization, ha? Nakakalurky siya. Very visual ako. So parang nakita ko, parang nangyayari siya. Exactly. Habang kampanting-kampanti tayo, yung mga bata. That's what I'm saying. So like, just one point so that it's clearer you know in terms of the visualization we have what 110 million now filipinas right 48 percent 
or so actually mm-hmm. 48% of that are the youth the people watching us this afternoon 48% of 110 million is how many and they are the ones in fact most vulnerable and they are the ones you know creating the attack surface we call mm-hmm. it attack surface mm-hmm. in cybersecurity and cyber mm-hmm. operations right because of their gadgets right. their personal right. gadgets so imagine if we're talking about digital colonization mm-hmm. like 48% of the 110 Filipinos mm-hmm. are highly vulnerable mm-hmm. to that particular right, right. Uh, um, well operation or, mm-hmm. or or attack so so what what you guys are saying basically is that the listeners the people who are watching us now mostly young people mm-hmm. they need to be aware yes. that using their gadget mindlessly is not healthy for them to say the least no yeah. it is very unhealthy but what are they supposed to do yung... parang hindi ba parang how can we okay uh, if can you give them tips like how do we consume media how do we consume this and Oh, and, and what can we do? So, di ba sinabi ni, ni Josel kanina, it's the algorithms that's driving mm-hmm. and determining what we see, right? You know? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. And and it is technology. So we need I I it's a whole of society effort really uh so we 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 agree that this is going to be a fun light uh, discussion no, 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 it's but it's okay yeah. but, but but i think they have to be aware diba kasi yeah, how can we think aware yung yung yung, yung, yung pinaka catch kasi rito what you need to understand given that there are so many technology right and it's human nature Mm-mm. to consume knowledge uh in philosophy when we uh we we call it epistemology The problem right now because epistemology. there Hello uh, Alexa yeah. what's so, epistemology Theory of knowledge theory of knowledge okay. so so when, when you consume you want to consume a lot in a faster way mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. why people are no longer reading long form mm-hmm. They're all bite size 15 seconds mm-hmm. of videos diba mm-hmm. 30 seconds and uh I think the tools as adults mm-hmm. whether it's the state the, whether it's the state the barangay or whoever leaders i think and even in the educational system yeah. i think we need to push for critical thinking yeah, that's okay. it okay. i wanted to drive to so that so the, the, the critical thinking the, the, that's yun yung even even for content creation that's right. so i i think you have to put this let's okay. say if you want to be a blogger mm-hmm. if you want to be a youtuber okay. other you don't need uh, parang you well, you need the code of ethics mm-hmm. but at the end of the day You have to also. So how do we teach the young people to 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 have critical thinking? To have critical thinking. To develop how? critical thinking. Make them take philosophy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I mean, can you give us practical tips? That's very. Ako siguro, you know, I I have always been a believer that things start at home. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I I think for for the parents, I think for the younger generation, because my generation parents nare eh. uh, you know. You're a millennial. Yes, okay. yes. Uh, so, Gen you know, X. My generation, parents na rin. So, ako naniniwala ako, yung change na gusto natin makita, sa tingin ko yung millennials, they're already in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's starting with the home. They're training their kids to, you know, consume more responsibly. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, how does this look like? Like, consuming media responsibly, how does mm-hmm. it look like? Like, if I'm a parent, I'm listening right now, can you give me, like, 
one to two, three things that I can actually apply. Alam mo, I look at the generation of my parents. Uh-uh. Okay. Uh, my parents so are in boomers? their 60s. Oh, yeah. 50s, late 50s, 60s ang parents Gen ko. Oh, uh, and sa totoo lang, ha, in our household, mas sila yung vulnerable actually, sa fake news. Actually, true. Yan, tsaka diba nagkakaroon sila ng mga girlfriends, boyfriends, yung mga... Diba mm. yung mga lolo-lola, mm. nakakaloka? Kasi nga, they okay. grew up na kung ito yung nakikita kong source, ito yung totoo. Paniniwalaan nila. That's Correct. right. Oo. Oh. Ano to? Ito yung nakikita 30 kong... minutes? Pwede pa? 30 minutes? Oo, dami pa namin pag-uusapan. <laughs> Nag-uusapan pa lang kami. Oh, Nag-uusapan pa lang eh. Okay. Right, yeah. diba? So, you know, parang sila ngayon mas vulnerable eh. Kasi whatever, right. they grew up in an era na pag nakikita nila yan sa kung saan mang media, That's the truth. Oh, kasi okay. yun yung totoong journalism. Correct. Yeah. Nag-aral Correct. yan, nagpakadalubhasa yan, inedit yan, pinag-usapan That's yan, right. nag-brainstorm bago ilagay yung headline na yan, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that um, uh, Ace brought this up. Mm-hmm. So that's where technology comes in and where what we call deep fakes come right, into play right. and that's the reason why you said rightfully so that the older generation now aside from the younger set are highly vulnerable oh, to this vulnerable given the proliferation of what we call misinformation disinformation mm-hmm. or fake mm-hmm. news yeah. because the technology allows for deep fakes that makes a particular uh, material for disinformation All right. Look like it's as if coming from a legitimate news network mm-hmm. or news organization. Right, right. And even even the 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 presentation presentation looks like it's real, right. diba? Real newscaster, etc. So there is where um the uh, thing is very 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 interesting and we need to be very um conscious about it why it's very important for us to be very vigilant about mm-hmm. all of this because we will no longer if we are not vigilant about it or we're not we don't develop critical thinking among our youth our people in general they're vulnerable to assume or immediately accept that something that they see especially on the social media platform is yeah. objective truth mm-hmm. as Joselle and so saying. they will be making life decision yes. based on flawed highly flawed information mm, yeah, so that's right it's actually very scary no so again but i want this conversation to be more <laughs> empowering you yeah. guys uh, as you mm-hmm. know you guys have been around your experts in your Our respective fields. What can we do on a day-to-day to, practical yeah. level? So, Giselle, earlier you mentioned develop critical thinking first, no? So, I mean, how do we encourage young people to develop critical thinking? Yeah, actually, I wanna, I wanted to I know, chime in on this. Home, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, like it starts at home, but then. Um, for me, in a more uh, to kind of expand on that outside of the home, shempre, we have to really push the youth to seek out different yeah. opinions, yeah. seek mm-hmm. out um, different experiences. Mm-hmm. It's really through that. Eh? It's it's exposing yourself to different communities, okay. um, different ways of living, mm-hmm. um, even different ideas out there that are not just in your own bubble. Because social media is that. Eh? It's reinforcing oh, so a dangerous it's crit- feedback loop. You said critical loop. thinking and now you're saying to also be open-minded. Yeah, it no? starts with that. Because okay. then okay. when you when you are presented with different information, then you can start weighing yeah. by discussing with your peers, discussing with okay. um, people that maybe are more yun, experts in different... But okay. um, I'm yun. sure they do that. Eh. Like, because I, think, I have pamangkins yeah. there, like 16 and 21. They actually consult their peers more often. Mm-hmm. Mas discerning yeah. siguro yung mga bata ngayon. Yeah. Because they're, they're aware na na may fake yeah. news. Uh-huh. And also, yung, yung pinaka-practical tip na may bibigay ko sa mga parents, it's, it starts parang in the olden days. You ask. No, 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 it's basic. You, you, you have to, you have to start asking. You have to question everything that you read. Right. And then the problem is a lot of people are questioning it. Is this true? Is this true? But you have to reinforce it with fact checking. You have to also do your due diligence to verify it on your own. Because ang problema wala na silang yung attention span nila, di ba? Do they have the energy to even do that? Right? If that's the case, if that's the case kasi, you have to remember, uh, if you don't start at home and if you don't create this practice, nothing will happen. Mm-hmm. If that's the case with what you're saying, I think it's the role of the state 
to intervene mm-hmm. when it comes to the regulation. Yan ang controversial yan. Mahirap ito. Wag muna tayo pumunta sa state. Balik yeah. yung Paris. <laughs> Oo. Oh, oh. You can only okay. do so much as no. a consumer. Oh, at the end because, of the day, Because what you need yeah. to understand, let's say in the 90s, you have this Boy, rock and roll. Oh, we yan. need to get there because we need to Ay, wrap up soon. It's the regulation. No, it's the regulation. You need regulation. Okay, but there are very many institutions as Ace nga pointed out. It starts in the family. So the family where it all starts is so for the parents listening out there is the bad for me ang, if I may know I think ang practical way of developing critical thinking in a child is not to expect a child to follow but mm. to expect a child to encourage the child to even question, question. what the parents are saying yeah. are we aligned yeah, with that? you teach that? them a framework yeah. oh, oh, kasi of if we teach critical thinking respectfully, respectfully oh, inquire in, oh, oh. Be, be respectfully inquisitive oh, oh. diba? yeah and maybe baka ganon diba? Yeah. kasi if we tell them to just follow then they will just listen to whatever is Oh, yeah. perceive as authority, diba? So yep. maybe that's one way of developing critical thinking. Uh, and then you said uh, seeking out experts, meaning other communities, so that they go out of their house, not look at their gadgets, diba? That there is life outside their phones, their Android or iPhone, right? And talk to real people, no? And learn from them. So being open-minded. Giselle, you said critical thinking. I, I studied in the State University in UP and we are taught pag binasa mo yung libro mo yan, mag- magbasa ka pa ng ibang libro, don't even believe the books that we're prescribing. That's no? right. Parang That's magbasa ka. And, right. and I think as a Gen Xer, I, I've sort of developed yeah. that. I, I, really, I really check, yeah. di ba? Um, and it takes a lot of effort to do that, especially it now does. when we're all rushing. And you yeah. want to say something, Jen? Yes, it, it just, just build up on what um, Ika was saying, no? on the community, the community aspect. Because this, this young generation is more attuned to their community diba? members. So, what the community, aside from being open to other groups or other communities, but within your community, you need to learn to uh, self-regulate. So, the critical thinking mm-hmm. aspect of the individual should be able to extend into the communities or the groups that you're a member mm-hmm. of. So, parang I encourage you mga different communities, different groups there to self-evaluate and self-assess. Because yeah. yeah. wait a minute, I mean, I'm are we just, you know, taking it all in yes. as as you yeah. know, gospel truth. Do we as a community given our interests, our focus of attention, for example, our our focus of the issues that we're focusing mm-hmm. on. Teka muna, ano ba yung mga sources of information mm-hmm. natin? Right. So one practical tip actually, which we've learned from strategic communication from the defense side is, and now being being um, um, propagated, no? Di ba yung to verify, to check sino ba yung writer? Right. Sino yung writer? Kailan ano sinulat? Ano niya? ang affiliations niya? Right. So, guys, that's very, very important because then you will know what is the intent of that particular mm-hmm. data. Ano that, color? Yes. Ano context, background, right? That's right. So, that's some of the few tips that that's, that's And can that's see. very easy to do, no? Yeah. And you can just Google, di ba? Tapos makikita yeah. mo naman eh. Tama, tama. Okay, uh, okay. Sige, <laughs> so... Uh, because there are very many institutions that influence a person's thinking and behavior. It starts with family, as mm-hmm. he said. Uh, community, whether it's church, a uh, school, yeah. You said state and uh, and 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 you said about self-regulation, no? Because in our industry, we are like we are self-regulating, no? As much as possible, we don't want the government to interfere because we've been doing self-regulation in the marketing communications industry Agreed. very successfully since Agreed. the 1970s. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, and this is not to uh, plug lang ad standards council. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know that the Philippines is actually a benchmark when yeah. it comes to self-regulation of the marketing communications industry? And this is what happens when leaders in an industry rise above their personal agenda and, and, and pause and say, where are we headed? What kind of country are we building? So, medyo ano no very existentialist tong mga ganitong usapan sabi information overload lang tsaka ano <laughs> fake news gee, yeah talagang it is already an existential threat to societies to humanity i mean you know i'm heavy yeah. diba yeah. pero it is in fact an existential threat mm-hmm. and if we don't act quickly and we don't act fast and we don't get the young people to see it already for what mm-hmm. it is. They're saying if you don't call a problem a yeah. problem, you will yes. never find the solution uh-huh. or you will yeah. never know that it is in fact right. a problem before it's too late. Mm-hmm. So, so, yun. So, talaga, um, we need to get our acts together. As a last point, I wanted to say, na, can we touch on the one of the main drivers of why 
fake news and info overload even yes, keeps please. happening is because of the platforms themselves and the governments that regulate them because mm-hmm. at the end of the day um the algorithm is driven by the desire for profit right. it's a desire for economics greed. no yeah so what keeps people glued to their platforms it's a validation of whatever mm-hmm. opinion they may have mm-hmm. whether that's right or wrong whether it's harmful so mm-hmm. radicalization is actually something that supports profits of these platforms right. kaya yun eh parang at the end of the day as a consumer yes we can do so much but also at the end of the day it's really these big institutions mm-hmm. kaya ang ganda ng sinabi ni Gigi eh diba leaders of different sectors rising above self diba you know thinking of the greater majority or the benefit of the greater majority or the welfare of the greater majority over and beyond the self and the benefit you know the, the bottom line mm-hmm. so kasi before we know it yeah we're amassing so much wealth i mean for these companies yes. for these corporation organizations but what are we doing to our society <laughs> agree ako diyan alam mo sa totoo lang ako ha we're in pana foundation uh-huh. no? yeah. and my personal advocacy i tell them na Uh, it is enough it, it is not enough to be excellent because as a people ako naniniwala ako excellent tayo pag pumunta ka ng Singapore ng, ng di ba parang we become leaders there we, 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 ang galing-galing natin pero pag nandito tayo di ba we are already excellent but uh, what matters more now it's 2024 oh, magiging 2024 na really di ba is to come from the heart to have malasakit as you were saying Jana sino Yan. ba tayo bilang tao Filipino. bilang nation yeah. no? and noong unang panahon may tinatawag na bayanihan as a concept which is basically community working together for the good of a person or a family parang di ba di ba lang mahasel tayo tutulong tayo kasi we look out for each, each other. other no walang naiiwan and more and more uh medyo hindi na tayo masyadong gano'n, no? or at least hindi na masyadong nahahighlight. Ang lalim-lalim na usapan nito, I think, bukas pa tayo maap. Eh, ano ba yan? Hindi kami titigil. We have, like, extend nyo kami. Yeah. <laughs> Pero maganda yun, ano. Uh, first, we are we are now aware that these things that are happening right now, hindi to simple lang na, mm-hmm. na this is a real... Hindi siya simple uh, hindi talaga. Hindi siya simple. It is actually very dangerous Uh, dun sa well-being ng tao and well and our well-being as a nation no yeah. uh, and you said nga na it's important to develop critical thinking at home at mag-uumpisa to sa parents and a practical way is to encourage the children to do respectful inquiry with regard to things that the parents are saying diba na hindi yun mali no Uh, para yung bata matutong mag-isip no right. and you said a practical way is uh, i-check pag minababasa sino yung author anong affiliations niya kailan niya sinulat a simple check no uh, you guys were saying na because the algorithm is basically dictated by eco- economics by profit mm-hmm. and money and 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 at sinasabi natin na and therefore it is upon the leaders of any industry to to really rise above their personal agenda because otherwise pupulutin tayo sa kangkungan diba yeah. and, and and also i have to again insist on 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 the aspect of regulation because the problem right yep. now is driven by technology True. and the global True. issue right now most all of the government a lot of government they're having trouble regulating technology hmm. because it's so fast when they create that law oh, it's already oh. obsolete That's right. so I, i'm glad yep. right now so right now you have the advancement of ai and it's only recently that the government in the united states have called on upon the players to start creating oh, oh, the regulation actually, last week lang diba yeah two weeks ago oh, but, oh. Two but weeks the ago. the but the eu has been their way ahead of oh. the okay, other so, so what i'm trying to point out Uh, regulation in technology is an issue. Yeah. Now, uh, why is regulation important? Because this is the one that basically creates what's legal mm. and illegal. Right, right. Now, as a community, in all, all your community, you all know the flaws. We don't just really say, ahintayin natin may gumawa ng law. We can push law Already, and, yep. and, and, and become and, 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 and help the lawmakers in crafting this as the ex subject matter expert in whatever technology so or industry this collaboration because the government cannot do it the alone, go, the, alone. Yeah, yeah. The, and the private sector cannot do it 
alone, no? Yes. So, kaya na kailangan nating mag, really mag-collaborate. Well, those boundaries, those boundaries diba? kasi needs to be set because you cannot curtail the freedom of others because everyone has right, a right, right. Uh, in terms of content creation. Yeah. So, that's the Depression. role of the government. Ad- kasi sila yung kontrabida dapat lagi. Oh, pinipigilan yung freedom ko, hindi ba pagbata ka? Mm-hmm. Hindi ba? Ay, naku, bawal sa batas yan. Ba- During our time, in the, as Gen X, when you have rap, yan, rap, Uh, rap music with violent uh, lyrics. Bawal. Uh, You're you, you, now regulated. But of course, that's against the freedom of expression. So they created this parental policies, policies and yeah. content. Mm-hmm. I think we need that in technology. I agree. And I agree. as a role, knowing, let's say, we're in your expert in your own industry, in gaming, in, in influencer management, knowing this problem, how do you now empower your community to influence a particular lawmaker or influence the political side because they will listen to you they also need help they actually keep, they oh, oh. they, they keep true. on asking for subject matter experts Mm-mm. yung mga pumupunta hindi naman experts oh, totoo yan. <laughs> so, so 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 that's why the government needs you regardless of the government kasi the government it's not just your executive You have a lot of leaders. Mm-mm. So I think uh, as a community leaders, as an expert yeah. in our industry, you have to identify the problem. And that problem can be not, not really resolved, but it's a step in order to push for regulations. Mm-hmm. So the ICT is just new. This happened during the Duterte. And it took mm-hmm. like 10 years before you can create a Department of Information mm-hmm. and Communication. So, para maging effective and efficient, uh, yung gusto natin mangyari, collaboration with the government yes. really is important. So, yes. this is it something... It is very important. And, and, and the fact that we have someone like Jan who's doing... Siya yung, ano, di ba, medyo nagbe-bridge private sector and government. You've started doing that work, di ba, uh, almost a decade ago. With, yes. So, towards the right direction. But of course, they cannot do it on their own. We also have to take yes. a more active part, no? Especially the younger ones. Kasi, uh, My God, we're yeah. in a mess. I don't mm. like it, but yeah. it is what it yeah. is, diba? It is what it is. Oh. Kaya for us, we always remind our influencers, hindi lang puro cloud chasing. That's why always thank you for that. Social responsibility. Exactly. Your audiences are really young and they yeah. really um, respect and believe the things that you say. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that from May you guys. May kwento lang ako mabilis lang. Anecdote. <laughs> When I was in Globe back in 2014, at that time kasi, blogs are becoming properties of brands. Mm-hmm. Hindi ba? Mm-hmm. And at, at at that time, uh, because it's subjective, there was an there was this rift between real journalists mm-hmm. and bloggers. So there was this proposal that created there are a lot of bloggers group na maliliit. And there was this proposal to create that code of ethics for bloggers. Yeah. It did not work. There you go. It did not work. Yeah. I mean someone proposed. But, 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 but in in a way it's I mean that's a good start because let's say do you think it's worth uh, uh, we're doing it now actually there you in, go because it's more for the creators and influencers in general mm, okay. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but see the the regulation or setting the community standards is very very critical now mm-hmm. and it, we just need to to disabuse the idea that you know you guys the content creators the are are just there to make profit mm-hmm. diba so mm-hmm. we have a higher responsibility yeah. to ourselves to our communities and to the yeah. total Uh-oh. whole of course, yeah of, of course you know making profit is not a sin it is not even agree. important i agree to, to live a sustainable life yes pero kailangan natin siyang balansehin to balance it with our conscience yeah. and yep. to really think what what are the long short term and long term impact of the, these things that we are doing correct yeah. diba correct I'm glad you said that. You know, hindi masama mag maggawa okay ng <laughs> pera, di ba? Walang pro- it's not an issue. That's there's nothing wrong with it. It's really just we just need to be mindful about how we make money with the things that we do. Yes. And therefore, at kailangan ng regulation because para para hindi magwalwalan. Yes, yun yun exactly. Yun, oo daw sabi ng universe magwalwalan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, at least medyo lumilinaw-linaw, 'di ba? But on a more for the young listeners out there, what can they do? Let's wrap it up no kasi overtime na tayo ng todo-todo. So, what can they do on a practical level? Maybe like two to two, two, two things, uh, one to two, two things that they can do on a practical level, on a day-to-day level um, to be able to 
uh, take responsibility to be able to, to be able to protect themselves to and not siguro protection it feels very ganito parang i want it to be expansive mm. so that they can be who they're supposed to be in this world using the technology that they have but not be ano by this no yung yeah. magamit yung technology as something that empowers them rather than something that Agree. destroys them right. what can they do right Ako na lang siguro doon. Um, the general behavior of the younger generations right now is that information is super easily accessible for them. Right. So I think for the younger generations, my word for them would be uh, question. Question everything. It's important that you question everything. Uh, don't take what you see as fact at first glance or at first encounter. It's important that we, you know, we fact check mm-hmm. and we find the... We we make efforts to find the objective truth. Mm. Yay! Thank you. Yeah. So verification, diba? It's important to verify. It's very important to be self-aware uh, and know your environment, diba? Um, um, verify with your community members, with your peers, with your family. Remember, your family will always protect you. You know, in the general sense, your family will always protect you. So. Uh, consult, consult mm-hmm. with your family members in terms of you know whether something that you saw online or on the social media is the truth or is it actually correct or is it factual. So yun yung mga mm-hmm. basic things mm-hmm. that probably on a practical level, on a day-to-day level, we can actually try to uh, propose to the kids. For me, it's a more social thing. I think we have to hold each other to a higher standard. Like, especially, people are like, oh, let's mind our own business. But I feel like if you care about your fellow man and you know, like, your friend is spreading misinformation and they may not be aware or maybe they're aware, uh, I think it's important that you take the time to pull them aside, talk to them and see if maybe, you know, there's a way that they can stop or consider other, uh, consider more factual (laughs) sources i guess yeah. yun mm-hmm. yep ako naman for the pr students who wants to pursue this career what you need to understand is that regardless of the organization that you'll be affiliated with when you start working they will always carry a particular interest that they will ask you to push as a communicator be it in advertising, di ba? Uh, uh, be it in advocacy, be it in reputation management, uh, be it regardless of, of, of promotion. So in this aspect, you have to be able to tell. You have to be able to tell and be responsible in terms of the information that you are going to send out. Mm-hmm. For advertisers, you have the ASC, you have the Code of Ethics. You cannot make this claim. You cannot make this that claim. It's self-regulated. And as PR practitioners, you also need to push for those regulations. You have to be able to suggest in in whether in your industry, in your community, uh, so that because that will become their work eh, as PR practitioners. Eh. So you have to always side with with balancing the need of your clients, of your boss. Or of the company that you work for, or if you're in the political world, the institution that you work for, uh, with your own self-regulation, mm-hmm. you have yeah. to understand that you have to go back to your values. Mm-hmm. You have to go back to your personal values, and it's a matter of what's right, regardless of if they're pushing you. You have to really mm-hmm. make if a it's stand. It's not convenient. It's yes. not popular. Uh, but, but when you're starting as a career, diba, If you're new. You have no choice but to follow. But but right now, the Gen Zs, particularly this generation, they're more really concerned with meaningful and purposeful. So they question if they don't like it, they leave. So that I think that, that that's the good thing about it. So just do, parang at the end of the day, it's doing it the good. The, 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 the good, parang in Filipino ethical values, it's called bute. Dan baet. Dalawa kasi ang mabuti. So be mabuti. Yeah. On, on, I guess, you know, how we see the industry, for example, moving forward with the technology and the evolution of technology, now more than ever, 
content creators and PR practitioners will have to be very conscious of what information and data that we put out there because generative artificial intelligence just gather all of this data that is out there on the on the internet on the web diba and they use this as factual truth so okay. we need to be very careful okay dahil sila nang overtime na daw tayo <laughs> ako din I, i just want to say one last thing like can you give me 60 seconds for me for the young people i would tell them to pause to breathe to alisin mo na yung gadget and to just breathe no in this sobrang bilis na mundo it's important to pause and to be aware to be mindful of what we are thinking to pay attention to what we are thinking to what we are feeling to what we are seeing so that we we can reconnect with ourselves otherwise we will be like leaves na parang kung saan umano yung hangin dun ka mapupunta diba so for me it's important to pause and that to know that there is so much more to their life than just their gadgets no and when they touch their gadgets to be to be mindful of what they're consume, consuming, verifying it, diba? before even sharing it, diba? and to be aware of their values, what do they stand for, and uh, as much as possible, to do what is mabuti. Yeah. No? So, we'd, 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 sorry, we'll have to cl- uh, close this and hanggang bukas pa tayo. We don't have time. We're but taking th- over this podcast so, network. Oh, thank you so very this is much. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your insights. And uh, Uh, we wish you the very best in yeah. all your endeavors. May you continue to spread good mm-hmm. uh, in the world, even if it's unpopular, even if it's most difficult. Yeah. And may the force be with you. Thank yes. you. Okay. On to the next topic. So I want you to stay. So we will still discuss for one more hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay na. Okay. Thank okay you, na. thank you. Thank you. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.